Uh, the title today, let me give you this title because it's important, God of the Impossible. Or you could say God of the Possible. And the reason why I say God of the Possible is because on uh, December the 21st was a Wednesday and I was in prayer, noon prayer, and I'm praying and I'm kind of praying towards this and I felt like the Holy Spirit say to me, the word impossible is not in my vocabulary. The word impossible is not in the vocabulary of God. God doesn't use the word impossible. It's not in his vocabulary. Impossible is a very worldly word. It's a very carnal word. It's a very earthly word. It's a factual word, but it's not a truth faith word. There may be facts involved in impossible, but it doesn't mean that it's truth or faith. Luke 1.37, for with God, nothing will be impossible. Say that with me already. You can still use it. God doesn't use it. You can use it, but I hope to change your mind a little bit on this word impossible. Say it with me, impossible. What is your impossible for 2023? Maybe it's been a marriage situation. Maybe for 2023 it's been a, a health or disease or cancer problem or financial situation. Or, or maybe it's a, an addiction situation. Maybe you have some type of emotional hang-up or, or some type of mental strongholds that you're trying to rip out of your mind. Or maybe it's a, a child thing or raising up kids. Or maybe it's a family feud. But it's not the game show. What is your impossible for 2023 impossible? Because I want to let you know right now, feel me, is that it's no longer impossible because God is the God of the possible. The theology, just for a minute. Let's talk about God just for a moment. His name, one of his name is El Shaddai. Say that with me. Beautiful name, El Shaddai. He can't learn. He knows it all. He didn't go to elementary, middle school, high school, college. He didn't even go to seminary. You can't take something, nothing from God. You can't add nothing to El Shaddai. He's all-powerful. He's all-knowing. He's everywhere. He, he's right here with us. When you're at home by yourself, he's there. He's all power. He's El Shaddai, almighty God. That's the God we serve. There is nothing, nothing impossible for him. Jesus runs up on this young rich ruler, and the young rich ruler kicks the conversation up with Jesus, says, hey, how can I have eternal life? And Jesus says, you know, you keep the commandments, you know, Lord, Lord, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And the guy goes, I've done all that. Jesus just kind of kicks him in the teeth a little bit and says, well, sell all you have, give to the poor, and follow me. The guy was very sad and turned away because he was rich. And Jesus begins to talk about it's harder for a rich man to go into the kingdom of God as a, uh, a camel going through the eye of a needle. Are you, following? You, are you familiar with that? If you're not, you should be. You should read your Bibles, right? 
you, sh- you know, you should know. You should be very, very familiar with this. And listen to what was said. When his disciples heard it, they were greatly astonished, saying, who then can be saved? God's response, Jesus' response, he says. But Jesus looked at them and said to them, with men, this is impossible. With men, this is impossible. With man, it's impossible. The doctor may say it's impossible. The psychologist may say it's impossible. With man, it's impossible. With men, it's about maybe with you, it's impossible. But that's not what Jesus says. He goes on to say, with men, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. God don't know impossible. A a mute deaf boy, demon manifestations, drooling out of the mouth. I don't think the disciples can cast a demon out of him, so forth and so on. The the dad's beside himself, starts talking to, to, to Jesus, and he looks at the man and says, if you believe, come on, if you believe, just believe with me, just believe with me. If you believe with me, this is what he says, Mark 9, 23. Jesus said to him, if you can believe all things, say that with me, all things. Oh, say it with me with some kind of conviction. All things. Tell your neighbor, all things. You got to get past your Western reasoning. You'd be like, all things, but this one, or this one, or this, or this. No, Jesus says, all, if you believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Mark 14, 36, Jesus getting ready to be crucified. He's in the garden and he's praying. And he said, Abba, Father, he says, All things are possible for you. I'm going to convince you before you leave this morning that there's nothing impossible for God. Jesus talking to his father, kind of talking to himself. All things are possible for you. Take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but what you will. All, that word all is any means every, it means the whole, all manner of, means always any. Somebody say all. all. What's your impossible for 2023? Mark it right now. Answer the question. Has there been an impossible for 2023? Because I'm here to tell you that nothing's impossible Nothing's impossible for God. That's just, just, just hard to believe. Hey, I know it's hard to believe. I'm just preaching the Bible this morning, and I felt like the word that he gave me was all things are possible. The word impossible to impossible or possible for the year 2023. The angel comes to Mary, the virgin, knowing she's a virgin, Hey, you're going to conceive God. You're going to conceive Jesus, the Son of God, without knowing a man. How's this going to happen? And this is what takes place. And Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I do not know a man? 
And this is what the angel says. For with God, nothing. We say that with me, nothing. Nothing will be impossible. That impossible in the Greek means to be unable, impossible, to have no strength, power, or ability to be weak. Cannot be done to be impossible. The only version that I've ever known that's conceived a baby. Because with God, all things are three people's getting it. Hallelujah. I'm going to keep preaching, though. You're going to get it, or you're going to walk out of here without it. But I'm going to keep preaching because I'm telling you, it's the word for you. Help my unbelief, God. Help my unbelief. Jail, you don't know my circumstance. I don't know. He knows, and it's not impossible for God. I don't care what the doctor said. It's not impossible for God. Zechariah 8, 6. This is what the Lord of heavens of armies says. All this may seem impossible to you now, a small remnant of God's people, but is it impossible for me, says the Lord of heaven's armies? What's your impossible? We go from a you know, very young lady, virgin, to a very old lady, not a virgin, 90 years old. I want to read the passage to you right now because, gosh, this seems impossible, but with God all things are possible. Turn with me to Genesis 18, 10 through 5. Get your Bibles out. I hope you have your Bibles. You never have to bring your Bibles if you have them memorized. Genesis 18, 10 through 11. And he said, Genesis. Let me show you where Genesis is. Genesis. Just open your Bible. I was out on the streets preaching the gospel one time with a video, and we're just opening up doors to share the gospel with people, and all of a sudden run across this guy, and the question was, do you know the first book of the Bible? He goes, yeah, I know the first book of the Bible. I know the first book of the Bible. I go to the, I know, yeah, 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 I know what it is. We're videoing. He goes, Gemini. We, we probably still preach the gospel to Gemini. And he said, I will certainly return to you according to the time of life. And behold, your wife shall have a son. She's 90. Her name is Sarah. Sarah was listening in the tent, which was behind him. Now, Abraham and Sarah were old. If you're 90, I mean, I'm only saying that the Bible says you're old. Okay. <laughs> Well advanced in age, and Sarah had passed the age of childbearing, I believe that. Therefore, Sarah laughed within herself. (laughs) Whatever, man, these angels, these angels are crazy. After I've grown old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord being old also? And the Lord said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh? (laughs) Saying, surely I shall bear a child since I am old. Is there... Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Do you believe that today? At the appointed time, I will return to you according to the time of life, and Sarah have uh, have a son. Sarah denied it, saying, I didn't laugh. For she was afraid, and he said, no, 
but you did laugh. <laughs> Why'd she laugh? She didn't believe. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Is there, is there anything? What, what are you going through? What's your 23 and pop? Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Do you think it's too hard for the Lord because it's been too hard for you? But nothing is too hard for the Lord. Nothing is too hard for the Lord. There's nothing impossible for the Lord. With the condition of the culture and the conditioning of the culture, the Bible's kind of lost its voice. The Bible used to be honor. It used to be expected. It was respected voice of God. It was the compass for our society. But the culture has saturated our world so that through the spirit of this age, technology and social media and man's opinion, it's like the Bible has a sore throat. But you and I, in 2023, we have to bring it back alive because it is a living word. And we have to be light like never before. I feel, I hear a sound, I hear a sound in 2023, and here's the sound for you and I, for this church, that nothing is impossible for God. Nothing. The sound that I hear, there is nothing impossible for our God. This, this world is so slick. North Idaho, we know slick, right? I've fallen three times this year, rattled my bones, man, just like chiropractic when I didn't want it. <laughs> the world is so slick and it's icy, it's crashing and killing itself because we haven't thrown our salt on the rose of this generation. You need to take your salt, get it out of the garage. Stop letting your garage get old and hard in your garage. Take your salt and throw it on the road of this generation so it stops clashing and crashing and killing itself. You and I are the salt of the world. We have to be the light in 2023 and tell anybody that we come across, there's nothing impossible for my God. Don't let your salt get all hard any longer. It's the gospel of Jesus Christ, and it's the gospel, and that's a real person. His name is Jesus, and we thank him. We live in a world right now of wars, but the war is not bullets. It's opinions and people's personal truths, their own truth. Your truth, my truth, we all got a truth. No, we have one truth, and it's the Bible truth. If the world doesn't need or they don't believe in a God who is all-powerful, all-knowing, who can do anything, then guess what? The world and I and you, we have to do everything on our own. But that's not the God we serve. We have to turn them to the God with our salt and light and let them know you don't have to do everything. You don't have to have your own way. We don't care about your opinion. Man, I'm going to tell you right now, God in your life, God plus you is the majority. Lazarus was dead. To Mary and Martha, man, that's pretty impossible. He's dead. Been dead for a while. Hey, it's impossible to live after you die, thinking Mary and Martha and Jesus is like, will you believe? Will you believe? 
Jesus comes to the tomb. Martha stops him. Hey, it's been four days. There's stench. My brother is stinking, man. He's stinking up in this place. Jesus is not scared of your stench. He ain't scared of your stank. Jesus wept because he saw the impact that death had on Mary and Martha and the family. He didn't weep out of hopelessness. He saw the impact that death has because it's the last enemy that's going to be destroyed. He goes. They take him. Would you believe? Because the God that can do the impossible is with you today. Mary, 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 Martha, 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 will you believe? Because I'll get all up in your stink. I'll get all up in your rotten marriage. I'll get all up. I'm not scared of your nasty, rotten cancer. I'm not scared of the financial situation that you're in. I'm not scared. You might be scared and full of shame and embarrassed of where you are right now, but I will get all up in your stake. Because there's nothing impossible for me. And I can raise the dead. And I can resurrect. Hey, your marriage might be past the rocks. It done fell off the cliff and down in the basement. But I'm telling you, all he has to do is speak a word in your marriage today. All he has to do is send the word into that cancer today. Whatever sickness, whatever disease. Come on, bless the Lord, oh my soul, who forget, do not forget all of his benefits, who heals all of our diseases. Come on, somebody. He heals all of them. There's nothing impossible for God. This is the God that we believe in right here, 2 Corinthians 2, 17 through 18. And it says, for our light affliction, whatever affliction you're going through right now is light. Say that with me, light affliction. Jail, you don't know, it feels really heavy. It's light to God. It's light, whatever it is, man. You done thrown in the towel on your marriage. I'm telling you, it's light. Whatever you're going through, it's light to God for this light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us. Go to the gym, you just afflict your body, just ah, ah, working for me, man. This light affliction is working for me. Mm, ah, ah. It's working for us far more exceedingly an eternal weight of glory while we do not look at the things which are seen. You got to get your eyes off of the things that you can see. You got to look at him. Come on, you got to get your eyes off of what you can see. It goes on to say, but at the things which are not seen. We look at what we can't see. Eyes of faith. Have faith. Have faith, not in faith. People put faith in faith. Don't put your faith in faith. Faith will not get you anywhere. Put your faith in God. For the things which are seen are temporary. Whatever you're going through right now, I've seen it over. I've been serving him for 
35, 36 years. I've seen it over and over and over. Listen to me right now. It's temporary. The things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are unseen are eternal. Put your faith in a God that is nothing too hard for him. Put your faith in the God, whatever you're going through, is not impossible for him in 2023. We please God when we walk by faith and we look into the invisible. It makes no sense that I'm your pastor. It's impossible, impossible that I'm your pastor. I got a beautiful wife. Impossible. Got beautiful four kids. Impossible. Four beautiful grandkids. Impossible. In man's thinking, orphaned at eight years old, lost my sister at 17, looked at her dead by a road, three months pregnant, found myself in jail at 17 years old, fighting with the dude or about to fight the guy who killed my sister, spent my 18th birthday in jail, been addicted, I've been shot, I hurt people, I bounced, I fought, been hurt, broke all the Ten Commandments. It's impossible for me to be your pastor. It don't make sense. I'm so thankful for a God who doesn't know the word. Impossible! It's not by my works. It's not by my righteousness. It's not because I'm good. It's none of those things. It's because of his grace. His unmerited favor toward us. He chose you. He selected you. He elected you. He put his name on you. Yes. Nothing is impossible for him. While he was still speaking, someone came, the ruler of the synagogue, and they said, your daughter's dead. You know what Jesus does? He says, don't be afraid. Only believe. Only believe. And she will be made well. That's impossible. She's dead. He gets there. They're weeping. They're mourning. And he says, hey, 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 yo. Yo, she's only sleeping, Craig. You know what they start to do? <laughs> Laughing at him. He goes in. He kicks everybody out. To me, it was like, kick out everybody with unbelief. Get out of here with unbelief. If you don't believe, don't go in the room with me. He goes in there, wakes her up. She's alive. And I say, who's laughing now? Nothing's impossible for him who believes. Jonathan and his armor bearer, one of my favorite stories. Jonathan tells his armor bearer, let's go out there. Let's show ourselves to the enemy. It's like, yeah. Jonathan, you done lost your dang mind, man. You're going against a garrison. It's impossible for you to go against a garrison. 
I love what Jonathan said to the young man who bore his armor. Come, let us go over to the garrison, to these uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us, for nothing restrains the Lord from saving by many or by few. And they go over there and they wreak havoc in the enemy's camp because nothing is impossible for God. Five foot five, 15 year old shepherd boy, 15 years old, gets out on the battlefield. It's impossible. Eliab tells him, the king tells him, and David said, hey, hey, yo, I remember the God who saved me from the the lion and the bear, he's going to do the same thing to this uncircumcised Goliath jungle breath giant. We will, we will rock you. Knock your block off, baby. It's impossible. For you to walk on water, Peter. It's impossible to walk on water unless Jesus says, Come. When he says, Come, you'll do the impossible. It's impossible for three guys to go into a fiery furnace and the fourth show up and they all saved. It's impossible because the God of the impossible showed up in the fire furnace with them. What is your impossible this year? Will you believe? Will you believe that things are possible through God today in 2023? Let me leave you with this one. It's a bit different. It's on the Tower of Babel. Tower of Babel has a little bit different twist on it because at that time, everyone had the same language in the land. And they were like, ah, we're going to build this Tower of Babel. We're going to go up in the heavens. We're gonna do, we're gonna. And man just got cocky and arrogant and all those different things. And, and this is what it says. This is what God said. This is what he did. This is why he did not. Now, feel me on this. It's a little bit different on the belief. Feel me. Listen to this. And the Lord said, behold, they are one people. Listen to the power of being a one people. Heart of the city church, we need to be a one people. The power of one. They are a one people, and they have all one language. And this is the only beginning of what they will do. This is the only, because they're one people with one language, this is only the beginning of what they will do. And nothing that they propose to do now will be impossible for them. And so he broke up their language and distributed them and dispersed them throughout the nations. But you see in Acts 2, what did Jesus do? He brings them back into one place and he restores their language. They're speaking in tongues and everybody could hear them in their own language. Very, very powerful move of the Holy Spirit. 
believe in 23? Will you believe in 23? Will you believe in 23? Will you believe in, can I have a base right there, bro? Can you just go with me for it? Will you believe in 23? Stan, will you believe in 23? Come on, will you believe in 23? Give me some drums, Joseph. Give me some drums. Will you believe in 23? Hey, hey, will you believe in 23? Come on, will you believe in 23? Will you believe in 23? Come on, nothing will be impossible. 